Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We were really excited to go through the OG7 books and discuss all our thoughts and feelings about the books. But today we're discussing themes 8 to 16 of Fantastic Beast and where to find them. Yeah, so we're not excited is not the word. No. it's But we're not like... I'm not dreading it yet. No. It's just not, you know, it doesn't have the same sauce. It's it's happening. It's a thing that we're doing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, first, we have some announcements and reminders. Uh, this is an interactive podcast, so we want to know your thoughts. So, please, please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. Check out our new Patronus perks. And send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, and we have Black Girls Create merch. So head over to our website to step up your nerd, fashion, and stationary game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, or even if you do, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now, for Wither Team News. Um, so, Black Wizard History Month is around the corner. We oh are halfway through January already. Oh my which god! Is wild, but we out here. So, join us in February to celebrate Black witches, wizards, and Potterheads using the hashtag Black Wizard History. We'll of course have like lots of content, lots of we'll have Twitter events. We have some live tweets, Twitter chats, uh, some really cool things that we'll probably announce next week or the week after. Um, I don't know what today is, so some point soon. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's it's about to be tight, and we're super excited. So, yeah. For the Black Wizard History Critical Companion, we'd like to publish essays about your favorite Black characters in magical fiction, how you think representation of Black magical people can be improved upon, and about your favorite magical Black worlds and stories. Send your, us your pitches at pitches at blackgirlscreate.org. And this is not solely Harry Potter. We want to hear about Black magical people in any and all Yeah, folks works. have been talking about, I don't watch it, but, like, um, Sabrina, the the newest the new Sabrina one. show. I know there's, like, black characters in there. You talk about, like, Homegirl from the Craft. True Blood. True Blood has, I has don't black magical people. I don't people. watch vampires. Um, yeah, well, True Blood, is, it's ridiculous. You could, it might help you with your <sighs> vampire phobia, because it's. So ridiculous. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, nope. Nope. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's lots of there's lots of things. It can be Harry Potter if you want it to be. But we're also like looking to expand from that a little bit. Um, you know, we still out here with the Harry Potter stuff, but there are a lot of other places and works and a and lot of things. And a lot honest, of things created not that by much black magicalness in Harry Potter that at we all. Don't right. Exactly. And so, We've and I also that. think that there are also like books coming out by black authors um that have like magic in them and have like witches and wizards and that kind of thing so like you know it could be it could be like a lot of things so if you have a pitch um we pay fifty dollars per piece we do two it's it's only two um in the month 
Um, but we pay $50 for each uh, Critical Companion piece that we publish. So, you know, even if you just want a little, it's not a lot of coin, but if you just want a little coin, um, hit us up at pitches at blackgirlscreate.org. And if you want us to be able to give more coin, become a Patronus. And then boom. And then boom. We want to give more we coin. Wanna, we definitely want to give more coin. <laughs> but you know what doesn't want to give more coin? Our budget. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, we could be like, hey, look here, budget. We ball it. We can do this. Yes. And then the budget will be like, you right. And then we'll pay more. It'll be great. I love how I used to get in trouble for saying the blog was sentient, but the budget just got a whole bunch of opinions. Well... It's like, you know, it's like when you want to get something and then your wallet is like, fam, be cool. <laughs> so the budget is the wallet. I know, but. <laughs> anyway, um, magical birthdays. So shout out to Joy, whose birthday was on Tuesday. Hey! Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah, turn up. Um, Joy's awesome and does lots of really cool Doctor Who things in the Doctor Who world. So you should. Um, are there magical black people in Doctor Who? There's not that much like magic. Magic, yeah. Magical science. Science. It is, I don't know that it counts. Yeah. Um, but there are magical people in the Doctor Who world, and Joy is definitely one of them. Yes, in the fandom. In the fandom. Um, so yeah, shout out to Joy. Happy birthday. Um, and I think that's, that's it. it. So let's... Well, we want to recap? Oh, previously. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know why that wasn't, but I think because last week... There was no previously. There was not previously on Wizard Team. Newt's commander has a, never... Is a fool. He may be illiterate. I don't know. He has never heard of the Statue of Secrecy. Is this mine? Has never... No, this is mine. Oh. It's underneath it. it is. Um, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wow, it just disappeared. That's Newt crazy. has never heard of the Statue of Secrecy. Just straight up said, I don't know her. I still don't know her. Mm-hmm. Not um, even in Britain. Had never really no, just felt that emotion. Never. Was like, secret what? He said, I'm coming across the Atlantic, um, going through Muggle Customs. With all my creatures. With all of my creatures in my little, in my, my, little, in my briefcase TARDIS that has a like faulty lock which is like dude just before you get on the boat swing, swing over to Diagon Alley there's and get the lock that. fixed there's a spell for that like just what what it, it gonna take you like 10 20 minutes like you what um so anyway Newt gets to New York wild out and his cutest little niffler got some yes. coins or sniffed out some coin. And was like, I like that. I would like more. And dipped. Meanwhile, we got black mist destroying things. <laughs> That's like all we know about it right yeah, now. Yeah, we have. We've got black mist destroying. Grindelwald is out in the world at large. Um, um, witches live among us, says Miss Barebone. Miss Barebone, who is against that and is basically back in the 17th you know, century. I'm not one for hate. I'm not one for just no, but <laughs> just, I can just hear it coming. <laughs> I'm not one. I don't. I don't appreciate her methods, but she's right. Witches live among us. I don't think we should do they nothing do about do that, that. But I mean, that is a fact. They do do that, obviously, because new is just wildin'. Wildin'. He's doing a lot. He ran into. Um, no, we haven't done that yet. No, yeah, we. He ran into Jacob Kowalski. Mm-hmm. Who's going to the bank? He's a muggle. Uh, he's a muggle. And um, 
in in front of the bank there was a protest in which Miss Barebone was letting us know that witches live among us, which is a fact. And Tina Goldstein is <laughs> being the worst undercover cop. Oh my god. Like collar up, hat down, not at all like suspicious. Dog, just peeking. Peeking. Like, okay, girl. I mean, I would have never. I look at her and I think, yeah, she's not a fed. Not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> um, cool. So that's where we are. Um, but first, before we get in, let's break for our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, so scene eight. Um, we're in the lobby of the bank. Uh, so this is after the Niffler has, like, escaped from Newt, grabbed some coins, and is like, we had a bank fam? The Niffler <laughs> is lucky day. literally chasing a bag. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. And can you be mad at him about Not it? Not really, honestly. It's like I, what he is here for. That's what I, I stand. I know. You know? I like, think. do your, like, when you find your purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. What the universe and everything in the world has aligned for you to do and be, do that. Yeah. I, I the Niffler makes points. Yeah, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. Um, so, so it's a large, impressive-looking bank atrium in the center. There's behind a golden counter. Clerks are busy working uh, at work, serving customers. Um, Newt skids to a halt at the entrance of the space and looks around. His Dress and demeanor make him out of place amongst the smartly dressed New Yorkers. And I'm like, does it? He just has on a blue coat. He has on a blue coat. In the movie. And, like, he has on blue and yellow. But in the movie, everybody wears gray. So I guess in that case, sure. Because we're living in, like, I don't, because uh, I know you didn't. In time for well, it's like, you didn't watch, you didn't watch the Powerpuff Girls, right? I doubt. Yeah, I doubt it. Okay. I'm an old. But I know. That's why I was like, but, you know, you never know. Powerpuff Girls is... A mood. Anyway, there's this one episode where uh, Rainbow the Clown gets hit by bleach and he turns into like this evil mime and so he like leeches color from everything. <laughs> and then they bleach have Bleach to- don't do that. It is a cartoon <laughs> and people have superpowers. Okay. These are preschoolers with superpowers. So then like Bubbles is like coloring, so she has to color everything, and then they sing a song at the end that brings all the color back. Um, and then it's out of pocket because then Rainbow gets arrested, even though it wasn't his fault; it was the Bleach's fault. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is um, that's so in my JK head. J.K. Rowling is Bubbles. It, no, J.K. Rowling is Rainbow the Clown because oh, she's right. leeching the color out. Yes, and Newt is Bubbles. Yes, that is a that's an analogy. An analogy. <laughs> That, that is what that is. It's such a good episode, though. It's such a good episode. Because she takes her crayons, and she's like, what happened to all the colors? And then she's, like, coloring the, like, stop sign. It's, it's like who framed Roger colors. Rabbit type of situation. Mm. Um, 
the age difference. No, I, I was too Frame Roger Rabbit. I know, but I'm like I, I too was too young. To I was too movie. young for Who Frame Roger. Oh Rabbit. yeah, no. I mean I wasn't too young because everyone is. You're, you Honestly, get to you get to like, that movie levels. when you get to it. But you also know what there's I mean? levels to it because when yeah. I watched it as a kid, I was like cool, and then I watched it older, and I was like ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh snap. Um, but yeah, what I mean to say is I was not a kid when yes. Who Frame Roger Rabbit came out. I came to that later. Yes, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just think I just I just want them to have better like because he shouldn't stand out because he's wearing a blue coat. Right. And I think that like there's a way in which and I again, this is like the problem with reading a script is I mean, it's the good and bad of reading a script, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to imagine how these things will be visualized onto a screen yeah. because it, it is mm-hmm. inherently writing visual cues. Um but at the same time, like we talked about this a little bit too, when she was like, I like to write the other and the marginalized, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like you can't just say that he doesn't belong and he stands out and and he looks like everyone else. He like, does. He literally He does. literally, he, he, he has in, like a bit more, he, like, he's not even on the Archie Ainslow tip. Like he walks in with a bit more color. He has on which pants, is, he has on boots. He wear he's wearing it was a, a three piece suit, three piece suit, a coat, and they just have it's just you know it's a yellow waistcoat. Yeah, and like the other thing too is like you can make this bank all three everybody boring and monochrome and gray and three scale bank. He's in New York, like, right? That's, that's not, not a thing. It doesn't like, stand. That does they not really stand could. Out. Like the thing is, is like especially because as we see, is this like. Disney scenes in particular go along like Newt has really no regard for muggles or the statue of secrecy and so like he could be out here in robes or like in some kind of like dress the or fact some that kind he's of not like in robes random is the most, like, like it just felt like he could have been dressing in the way that like we see in the original series how like muggles or sorry wizards notoriously do not know how to dress like muggles so like he could come in with like a top hat and a dang like he's got he could have a lot going he could have on a bathrobe and you know what i mean and it would also like like, give the humor of like literally not belonging there and people being like look at this crew because also in new york a dude walking into a bank in a bathrobe and a top hat or whatever you're like ooh, you don't belong here but also like you know this is not New York, but in San, like the, the first week I moved to San Francisco, someone shat on the bus, on the public bus that I was on. And I was like, oh my God. Everyone else on the bus was just like, oop, get off. Like, that happened. And, what about, and, I, and, the, and it stood out to me because I was like, y'all are not tripping. That really like, sucks for the bus driver. It did, the bus driver just, the bus driver was like, out of service oh and i was gosh. like and like the smoothness in which it happened yeah and i was sitting here like this is going to scar me yeah forever and i'm sure that like people like native Sam, the people that lived in the city for a long time they all have that scarring moment that first whatever but yeah. everyone on that bus least had like okay. scabbed over they were yeah. like well, i mean what are you gonna do disgusting yeah but, but i gotta get i gotta to get to work <laughs> and i and i and so i do think that like that kind of setup would work because it also brings in this goes back to what we were talking about was like she did not write New York she wrote no. she didn't even write London no. she, just, she wrote she wanted, like she wanted the buggles to be like boring drab but then she also wrote the wizards that way or, or I don't know that she wrote it all like she also let like the costume designers and the directing and all that kind of stuff 
happened yeah. to. And it's not that, like, she had all the control over that, but she did allow it to happen. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just so, it's one of those things, like, even when we were talking in the last episode, like, how this opens, it's like, the whimsy is gone. And so, to the point where this man walking in in a blue peacoat is, is wild. Whims, is whimsy. Yeah. It's like, oh, snap, what's he doing with his floppy hair? Yeah, on all these colors. His dress and demeanor make him out of place among these smartly dressed New Yorkers. Not if like and like throw some Archie in there. Throw some even Cornelius Fudge, right? Like, some you know what I'm like saying? a lime green bowler hat, or or the what was it? The, the boots, boots, red boots, or something like that. <laughs> no, I just started thinking about the. He did like, have on red boots. Looking like I'm Christmas so tree. He was. No, I just started thinking about the bowler hat in Curse Child again. <laughs> <laughs> the sorting hat. The sorting. The sorting bowler hat. <sighs> anyway, um, so the bank employee looks suspicious at Newt and is like, "Can I help you?" And Newt is like, "No, I was just waiting." He motions toward bench and looks and backs away, taking a seat next to Jacob. Tina peers at Newt from behind a pillar because again. She's a normal She's human undercover. woman. <laughs> She's like, what a deep cover, deep cover. So also, sorry, in the chat, because I want to get back to this. Mm-hmm. Um, Amani says they were in Harlem in the 1920s. And Samnika makes the point that, I mean, if it was actually New York, he would have stood out because he's the only white guy right. in a bank well, in, Harlem. He in Harlem. He's not in Harlem now? yet. They're not in Harlem They're not yet. Harlem yet, I don't think. But like, definitely not only in Harlem in the... In the yeah, thing. in the thing. That's, but they are in Harlem at a point in time. Is, yeah. yeah. Like, they definitely go to Harlem, <laughs> but I don't think they're there yet. But, like, yeah, so, like, but I, I do think that, again, 1920s fashion, too. is like, popping. I remember in high school when we, like, learned about the 20s, and I was like, yo. They were out here. They were out here. Golden. Like, are we talking about fashion? Golden age. Come on. And then they put these. Okay. Anyway, I'm going I'm to. Keep going. Um, anyway, Tina's over here being super discreet. Um, Jacob <laughs> strikes up a conversation with Newt. He's like, what brings you here? And Newt says, he, Newt is like trying to look for the Niffler. He's really not subtle. Um, he's like, same as you. And Jacob's like, you're here to get a loan to open up a bakery? Um, yes, says Newt. And, Jake, um, and Jacob's like, well, what are the odds of that? Like, he's just like, I guess, you know, got to do what we got to do. Right. Newt spots the Niffler, which is now stealing coins from someone's bag. Um, I stand. He's getting his own bag. You know what I'm saying? Don't I get mad stand. Get a bag. He's like, I mean, what? What do you want from me? <laughs> I'll your bag to my own. Okay? Right. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just. Yeah. He's a fave. Yeah. Um. So Jacob holds out his hand, like to shake or whatever. But nude is off. Excuse me. He darts away. In the place on his bench lies a large silver egg. So this is which like, that part just makes no. It's sense really unnecessary to me. Um, for the story and also, or for the story for this like particular scene. But it's I think it's one of the first, not the first, because I think the opening scene is the first. Um, it just shows how many things are going on. Yeah, and um, like she's trying to stuff entirely too many things into it. And so this is one of those moments where it's small because it's like it's it's only for the scene and it plays a purpose, I think. It plays the purpose to get Jacob and Newt like together, but they could have done they didn't have to use that. Yeah. Like it didn't act like they could have done something that was much smaller. Well, they switch cases. Like that is the thing. On its but own. It yeah. Also it's like it's one of those <laughs> um in the last episode of Doctor Who 
we're <laughs> sure that this woman dies. Like, she, like, goes mm-hmm. off and has this whole brave, like, I'm sacrificing myself. We thing. don't actually, like, see it. And we don't it's... see it, but, like, she, like, where else is she gonna go? And then she just pops up out of nowhere in the last scene mm-hmm. with no explanation, nothing. And they just, oh, you're back. And it's like, th- there needed to be some. Thing, some yeah. like hint, some something that's like, okay, this is how she probably maybe have gotten away, mm-hmm. could have gotten away. Um, this is like one of the things, like, he there's no like his briefcase pops open, he doesn't like, like put his hands in his pocket. Right, like, and why then, did he like, what, was, where, where was the, the egg, egg come from? He and the fact that you were walking out, yeah, he's like, started you like, the whole point is you're trying to keep all these things in this briefcase, right. And, like, yes, the Niffler came out, got out or whatever, but, like, you've been carrying the briefcase. So right. So does it just fall out and you don't know? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and, yeah. Honestly, like, after this, like, Newt really needs to go to wizard jail. Not wizard prison. No. Azkaban is a lot. Azkaban is a lot. But wizard holdings, like, <laughs> in, or something. Like, somebody, he needs a fine. He needs something. Or, like, a damn. He, I mean, I might be, go be so bold. As to obliviate him and send his butt back to Hogwarts, start all over, like remedial class. You know what? No, that's what that is the non-wizarding prison thing. So when you're like, if you're a driver and if you have a license or whatever, and you have so many infractions, they make you take classes again, Mm -hmm. or they revoke your license. But like, which is like, how has Hagrid got his wand snapped and Newt out here? He's just out here. Wilding, yeah. I don't know, but like he should have to take classes again. Like, like hey, this is how you don't leave your sh- your stuff like, lying around. Come on, dude! Like, it and is, he's and he's not like he's muggle born. It's not like like he has grown up in the world where like like yes, the American like wizarding society is stricter. But even the stuff that he's doing at this point wouldn't, wouldn't fly, in, fly Britain. in Britain at all. No, like. Harry, I mean, granted, people were, they were coming for Harry, but, like, even that second year, they weren't coming for Harry. Like, Harry had been, like, given warnings for less. Yeah. Even for, before for they were. For things he didn't even do. he didn't do before they were actually out to get him. Yeah. Like, so, okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just an egg. Though. I'm just like, girl. So then Jacob's calling after him, hey, mister. And he's like, hey, fella. And, but he picks up the egg. Um, and the secretary comes out and is like, Mr. Kowalski, Mr. Bingley would like to see you now. He pockets the egg, which I'm like, why? why? Just leave it. I would literally be like, hey, yo, you left your thing. And somebody's like, oh, I need you. I'd be like, all right. Well, game is the game. Right. <laughs> like, he'll, he'll I tried. Also, or I'll be like, or like, I'd be like, hey, right. Or I'd be like, come or back. I'd talk to the secretary and be like, hey, somebody, this dude left this thing. Yeah. If he comes back, can you just give it to him? And then go about my business. That's how, At that point, it's no longer my that, business. I mean, I feel like that's how humans work. Right. But that's not how J.K. Rowling's humans work. Because, like... No, it's plot. It's, like, very much... It feels contrived because she's yeah. trying to, like, build up... And not to say that, like, this scenario couldn't happen, but it, it just... You can... It's... Like, when you're reading, you can see her mind working. You can yeah. see the behind-the-curtain, kind of. Yeah. But it also, again... Is not a like a new a New Yorker, a big city person before nine eleven, before whatever, even in the nineteen twenties. I have to believe that you're just not pocketing some dude's egg, random egg. You're not egg. taking ownership of something that you know nothing about. Like they live in a big city, so uh, like as much as like certain, I don't know. No, New York is like notorious for this. People mind their business. Like that's how you survive in a big city. And like I'm, I get that, like on a certain point, right? Like there has to be a certain level of not minding your business when you're right. like 
in like when you're telling a story, like folks have to be nosy or something has to like you know what I mean because they have to drive the story. Um, so I get that. But I if just the think that it started to be, like wobble or do something that right. caught his interest, but it was just sitting there, right? So anyway, um, so he pockets it and he goes into uh, he leaves to go see Mister Bingley, Angelon Newt, who is surreptitiously pursuing the Niffler as it moves through the bank. He finally spots it, removing a glittering buckle from a lady's shoe. Love this. Which I stand. Um, and then he, and then Newt watches helpless as the Niffler jumps lively between cases and into bags, snatching and pilfering. So like, I stand, but also, how is nobody seeing this weird ass creature jumping between things, snatching stuff off a belt, perception off of filter, shoes? No, because if that was the case, Newt wouldn't be trying to get him all okay. discreetly. You know what I mean? He'd be like... perception filters. They're like, there's there's a rat, and I don't want to look. I don't know, man. No. But I do... Maybe he's just light. Muggles don't see much of anything, do they? No. There you go. It only works so much. Like, it only works, like... So far. So far. And it's like, now we see shit. You're in a bank. You're in a bank. And someone is in your purse. Right. (laughs) It's literally at your shoe, pulling a buckle from your shoe. Your shoe doesn't get looser? Like you're not looking down. Is it because like, I'm black that I'm like if some like because I don't I actually don't really care about shoes that much. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd rather not wear shoes. Um, but I'm like is it because I'm black that I'm like somebody's on my shoe. I'm like. <laughs> like no, I mean it? there's like, a you just level feel of like personal space. space. Yeah, like you would like, feel it. There's a, there is a thing that I've noticed with people, <laughs> white people, the bubble. Mm. And it's not all white people, but there are, like, when I notice people who don't have that, like, sense of bubble, sense of personal space, yeah. they tend to be white. And they're, like, they're in places like this, if it's busy and, like, the I'm assuming the bank is, like, busy and stuff, like, you are going to lose a lot of personal space. Mm-hmm. But there, like, there is that layer. Like, there's just, like, this layer and your your foot, like, on your on foot. Your foot. <laughs> Is and one of those pulling something from your shoe, which is like at the, at the at the least you would think someone's like or you accidentally down. knocked down and is stepping on your foot or something, and you tap like excuse yeah. me, you know what I mean? You're on my foot, or you'd like look down and yeah. you'd see a big ass niffler on there and be like, what the? He's not that big. He's small and cute, but it's like it's big enough, big enough. to like yeah, especially especially notice. if you don't know what it is. Yeah, like I don't care. Like if you see some weird creature, it's huge. Yes, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it just yeah. Um, okay, scene nine, we're in Bingley's office, um, Jacob is, or Mr. Bingley is trying, is examining Jacob's business proposal, um, and so as it's happening, it's an uncomfortable silence, uh, the egg has started to vibrate in Jacob's pocket, which is also real, like, convenient, you know, it's just, like, mm-hmm. adding more, like, it reminds me of um, Cursed Child when they're like, Harry, you might not ever turn back to yourself. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it's like, you don't actually need that. Like, there's enough tension um, going on right now. Um, so, Bingley asks Jacob. So, we found out he was he's working at a canning factory. Um, and Jacob just got back from Europe in 1924, which is two years before this. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a part of the expeditionary forces there. He mimes a digging action um, afterwards in the vain hope that a joke might help his cause. Um, so basically, it's just awkward situation happening. Yeah. Um, and then scene 10, back of the room of the bank moments later. We cut back to Newt seeking the Niffler, who's ended up waiting in line for the bank teller. Um, he's craning his neck. 
peering toward the bag of a lady in the front of the line. Tina watches him from behind a pillar still. Just watching. Like, it really hasn't popped up and been like, what are you doing? Why do you have the sniffler out? Like, we gotta go. She's not helping. She's just watching. She's being stealth. Sneaky. Stealth. You would never guess that there's a cop watching. Mm-mm. Um, so, coins are spilling from underneath a bench. Newt hears it. Sees ha- small paws hastily gathering, gathering them up. Um, the niffler sits under the bench looking fat and smug. Now his attention is caught by the shiny tag hanging from the neck of a small dog. So he, now he's going to the dog. Like, I'm just <laughs> trying to get all your shit. Newt starts forward and dives into the bench. The niffler runs, scuttling over the bank counter screens and out of Newt's reach. Also, just as a dog owner... The dog for sure is clocking them. The dog and starts it's, barking. And, and it's like... The dog snarls and but, barks. But so, the dog... When the dog appears, I'm like, oh no, he would have been barking when Niffler was at the lady's shoe. Mm-hmm. Like, he would have been, like, from the moment the Niffler stepped in the bank... Would have been like something. Would have been like, here. yo, do y'all not see that thing? Oh, yeah. Let me get at that thing. I need to investigate, possibly eat it, possibly mm-hmm. play with it, because that's how dogs roll. Um, they're literally just furry it's toddlers. Just, yeah. And, like, you cannot tell me that, like, a dog does not sniff something wholly new. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like... What is that? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I also want to say, this could have been the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have caught the Niffler, Tina could have caught him, and the Niffler would have been like, oh, I'm out again. Like, it could have just been them... Going, going after the creatures, which and is which what I wanted, it, which is also what it is. Because the thing is, is that the the case is gonna like spoilers, or whatever. The case is gonna open, and then they're gonna have to go and like get them back to like, mm-hmm. um, like bring them back safely. And I remember in the beginning when they first announced it, that was essentially what the movie was. And then they add the other stuff, so you can very much see as you're going what the movie was supposed to be, um, and what they just like added in to make it more. Grindelwaldy. Yeah. So. And I mean, we talked about this before, I think in our like recap, and I was like, it sound, it felt like WB was like, there's not enough Harry Potter in this right. Harry Potter spinoff that has nothing to do with Harry Potter. Um, I and, and again, I really loved that part of the story. Mm-hmm. I really loved the, like, my creatures have escaped and we need to catch them and we need to do it discreetly because yeah. statute of secrecy, even though, or Tina, and even Tina, Tina being, or like the, being or like being the straight like man, the, like, you know what I mean? The straight man to like Tina being like, we have to do this discreetly. This is important. Mm-hmm. But also like there's a statute to maintain and Newt just being like, I don't know, man, just I do just what you got to do. I got to get my creatures. Right. Like, and then and, on top of that, having like Makuza or whatever being like, yo, who is this dude? Who we is this to dude? Catch him and get him like, <laughs> get about. Yeah. That, that could be it. That's a great story. That's a great story. And I honestly think that's where it started. Yeah. And then they decided, but what if there yeah. was Nazis? Which I think, like, you know, when you have that thought, maybe don't. I mean, can that just be the slogan for 2020 and beyond? <laughs> like, If you think of Nazis, don't. Maybe don't. <laughs> Not maybe. Don't. Yeah. You could just... And do other things. There are other stories worth telling. Yep. Um, okay. So scene 11 in Bingley's office. Jacob opens his case with great pride. Inside is, display, is displayed a selection of homemade pastries. Um, he's like, you gotta try the... Is it 
I missed, Paxi. Paxi. I meant to look it up, and we talked about it last Paxi. episode. I didn't. Um, <laughs> you gotta try. This. I'm also like noticing because I read this, but I was like, I stopped taking uh, my last note. <laughs> was in scene seven, and it wasn't even a good note. It was just an underline. And then I just read it, and I was like, I mean, it's happening. Yeah. But I have no... <laughs> no um, burning questions. No thoughts that pop no. out. So he's he's like, you gotta try the Paxki. Um, it's my grandmother's recipe, the orange zest. Just, which I, my question, personally, was how's the it's proof? A, right? What's the crust? <laughs> I was like, what's the... Is, is, the, is, is the, it flaky? Is, is the it, bottom soggy? Is it a, is it a short... I, I don't remember what What would Mary Berry say? Yeah, I was like, how are the layers? Yep. Um, the flavors are the flavors. I think it's really important that we just ask, you know, is the fill good? Mm -hmm. Um, so a Paxi is a, um, like a crepe. It's a filled donut found in Polish cuisine. Okay. Um, and it's glazed. So is it like a, it's like a bread. So then it's like a, it's like a a filled glazed donut. Okay. So then really we're not looking, we're looking for the proof. We're also looking for like the airiness. Yes. No, not layers. We're looking for like the airiness Mm -hmm. and the, the crumb structure. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's yeast based. So, you know, the rise. Yeah. The rise is really important. You got to make sure that yeast is happy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Give it space. And then once you do all of that, how is the fill? Are you overfilling yeah. it? Is it is it is bursting? Is it like bursting out? Is, is it, it too perfect? much? Is, is I mean, it not too enough? Little? Yeah. Right? You take a bite and it's, it's just, just the bread. It's just dough. It's yeah. not. That's not good. Yeah. And right? what about like the glaze? Is it too sweet? Because that could be a problem. That could also be a problem. Yeah. The filling is there flavor? What is the flavor profile? The, what are the yeah. co- flavor combinations? Like he says orange zest, but like, what's the other? What's the other thing? thing it can't just there. be orange. That's boring. No. Yeah. Because it doesn't like that. If this is your signature, if this is your signature, you gotta bring it. You gotta bring it. You know? Especially if you're trying to, like, yeah, if you're trying to, like, you know, start a business. Right. This is your signature dish. Yeah. Might be a showstopper. Right. I mean, I don't know. I think you open, it's it's the signature, and then you're gonna gonna close. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, what we really need to talk about, (laughs) let's just really get into it, is if this is your signature dish and it's orange zest, what are you what are you saying? You know? Mm-hmm. Like I worry about your taste level. Is it a celebration of pastry? Mm. That's the question though. Yeah. You know? You know? I'm curious. It's his grandmother's recipe. Did he modernize it? Did he put a twist on it? Did he put right. a spin on it? Is there anything so that like makes this Paxi stand out? So like I'm guessing no because Bingley just asked about collateral. Like he's more like I just want to know the business. He's not right. worried and I, about. So I think that it's to be probably honest, not. If 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 your showstopper is not there, then I am more worried. I'm like, well, well, what can, the collateral well, yeah. is important. Yeah, I think so. If 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 you know you got something in there that's like undeniable. And then I'm not really that worried about collateral. Yeah, right. You know, I'm going to give you a handshake and look, right. let's move forward. Exactly. The very least a handshake. The you very least. You might get Starbaker, but that's, that might be pushing it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> to the Great Wizard Team Bake Off. <laughs> Literally the only. It's like all I really had. Interesting. Was, yeah, it's all I had for this episode. Um, so Bingley says there are machines now that can produce hundreds of donuts an hour, which like you know. Why is Amani asking what fried blast in its tastes like? That's not a bake. I mean, maybe you could put it in a pie, but we don't want that. 
They don't exist at this time, so. Oh, that's off of that as well. I'm going to just stick with that. Um, no, we're not putting that in a pile. Okay. Anyway, um, Bingley is basically like the bank must be protected. Um, and good day. So he's just like, we're not doing it. But that's because he only put Owen Zest in there. Like what else was he bringing to the table? And we didn't get to see, I mean, I think, I think I kind of remember in the movie that there was some presentation, you know? But later, I don't remember if there was presentation. Yeah, early. but it's like you you bring it out. He had the show. He did bring the showstoppers in a brief later. case. In the briefcase, like why? Like where is the? T- I mean, I don't know. Do they have Tupperware at that time? I don't think so. But they like some do. kind of like like it's not cloth. Tupperware TM. Yeah, but no. they yeah, you know like had a, dishes and like you know like a uh, some kind of the presentation is yeah. What is this oven called? The Scottish oven? No, um, it's like it's called an oven something oven which is like the type of pan that you then also mm. put in the oven and it's like cast iron and like it can be pretty ornate yeah i can't remember what is that called but yeah like you know something yeah. anyway so <clears throat> mr bingley <laughs> i laugh because of pride and prejudice dismisses and then we're into scene 12 um behind the bank counters moments later the Niffler is sitting on a trolley covered in money bags, which it greedily empties into its pouch as Newt watches through the security bars. Aghast, a guard pushes the trolley away down the corridor. So the guard notice. is like pushing the trolley while this like money is flying around and it's just like minding his business about it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Doesn't notice it at all. Doesn't at all. And like, I do wonder like, is it a thing where, like, only magical people can see the Niffler? That would be a cool, like, um, magical attribute to give it. Yeah. If that was the case. Yeah. But we're just, like, these, like, again, muggles don't notice what, you know. Nah. And that's it. That's this the is, only reason. Yeah. And then scene 13, this is where it gets off the rails. Wild. Um, so Jacob, downcast, exit Bingley, exits Bingley's office. His bulging pocket vibrates. He pulls the egg out. Um, the Niffler is still sitting on the trolley, which is now being pushed into an elevator. Jacob sees Newt in the distance and says, hey, Mr. English guy, I think your egg is hatching. Which, okay. Um, Newt looks hurriedly between Jacob and the shutting elevator doors before making a decision. He points his wand at Jacob. Jacob and the egg are pulled magically across the bank atrium toward Newt in a split second. They disapparate. So first, you're not supposed to be allowed, or you're not supposed to be able to accio people. No, that's like the, there's a whole thing about it being the speed of light. It's like you're not. It's it's a. It's dangerous. Yeah. Um. So that's not supposed to be possible. And then he's just flouting the statue. He said, "I don't give a fuck. I'm just out here accioing." Um. Like, I'm just out here accioing muggles. The other... That's wild. The other thing, too, is, like... Yes, you want to get the Niffler as quickly as you can, but you still do have magic, and... Presumably, it's your Niffler. Like, are you, you have a relationship with this yeah. animal. And so, like... Yeah, you're, like, focused on that, but you could stop, pause... Be like, let me deal with bruh. Just go grab my egg, say thank you, and then get back to the Niffler. Like, 
Accioing him across. I don't even think. I don't know if it was Accio. I think there must have been another spell because, like in the movie, he like pulls across. I can't um, like it's like he's like on a slide or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it. Is. I mean, at this point, she's not even trying to make spells that coincide with like she's right. like magical thing happens. Imagine, yeah. Um, but it doesn't take that much time to go. Thanks, sir. Grab your egg and then go back then, to chasing after the And then Akio, and then apparate. Like, leave, right. like, get out of his sight and apparate. Yeah. But this man. Like, all of the things that he does just causes, it just doesn't. It, it, it makes everything worse. Yeah. And it's wild. Tina stares incredulously from behind. So she hasn't left the pillar. She's just <laughs> been at this pillar the whole time watching all this happen. Um, scene 14, we're at the back room of the bank, staircase. Um... Newt and Jacob apparate into the narrow stairwell leading to the bank's vaults. Newt gently takes the egg back from Jacob as it hatches. Which, are you allowed, should you take, like, eggs, hatching eggs? No. Through apparition? Like, shouldn't that have, like, done some damage? And probably it accelerated the hatching. Or something. Um, So there's a small blue snake-like bird, an alchemy. um, Which, like... An augury? No. No, no. Oh, no, no. No, (laughs) ma'am. Um... But, like, you, why are you leaving hatching eggs? Like, the, I just feel like the fact that it was hatching, just, again, it just adds, it just is compounding in a way that is not really necessary. Um, I mean, it does make Newt, so, for some godforeseen reason, Newt has been kicked out of Hogwarts. I wonder why. Which never, I mean, well, yes, but, like, which they never actually explore. It's just, like, oh, he doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. He got expelled from Hogwarts. Um... Which, I mean, yeah, considering his behavior, I I do get it. But they don't actually... Go into that. Touch on it, yeah. Um, when you get expelled from Hogwarts, at least when it happened to Didn't his, Hagrid... His wand got snapped. They snapped his wand. But maybe... Well, I guess it depends on what he did. But, yeah, they definitely snapped his wand. Yeah. But, but I don't he's know not that a licensed, was accused of, like murdering a muggle girl but also yeah but like is he a licensed wizard right i don't know but anyway this like it makes newt seem like a bumbling idiot Mm -hmm. who also is like like this they kind of do this with like she does this with hagrid but she has a better balance of hagrid like leads with his heart does all these things that he fundamentally cares for the animals and mm-hmm. doesn't besides creating a blasting group. My God. Um, but he does not actively harm or try to, act, you know, try to harm yeah. any of the animals and feels a sense of like kinship and loyalty to them. Newt, you're supposed to get the sense that he's the same, but if like the egg is hatching, <laughs> An apparition is like a violent thing where you can get splinched, you can do, mm-hmm. and he's apparating two people, and now an egg, like in the middle, like, I don't know, it's either he's, either he's a super talented wizard, in which, like, how would he have gotten expelled, right. or he's an idiot. <laughs> or there's some, like, in between, but, like, these actions that he's doing don't allow for that. You know what I think? Hmm. I think that, um, J.K. Rowling was on deadline, but season 
something of Doctor Who was on, <laughs> or she decided Matt Smith's uh, doctors were available on Amazon Prime for free to to binge, and she was like, "Well, I'm gonna do this instead." And then when she started actually going to her story, it seeped in. She was like, "It's a madman with a box." I mean, because that's what this is. That is what this is. But like, not as good. Well. Not to say that, I mean, like, we're not going to talk about this stuff. We're not, I mean, y'all know. But I mean. Matt Smith's character. Yeah, I'm not talking about the stories. Like, Yeah, Matt's, Matt Smith's characterization didn't mean that at all. was good. I just, yeah, he, like, I just mean, like, he knew what he, he was knew doing. He knew what he was doing. It's just a matter of if other what they other had him doing is, yeah. is, is the question is what but, he, they had him doing but what but he was doing he knew what it was that's, that's what we're trying to say um, <laughs> we just had to clarify yeah. for a second I was like yeah no 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 better no, no. <laughs> okay um, so okay so we're uh, okay scene 14 so yeah so the alchemy the alchemy hatches um, and Newt carries, uh, takes the baby creature, carries him down the stairs. Jacob's like, excuse me. He's looks confused. Cause he's like, I was just up there. Now I'm here. What's going on? Um, he's not like breathing heavily after being forced through a small tube. There's no like physical, um, reaction, which I think would have been cool to see. And that's not like, I don't think, like, on the scheme of things, that's a big deal, but I think it could have been cool to see him, like, gasping and being like, yeah. what, what was that? As opposed to just being like, I was there and panicking. now I'm here. Yeah, because I think that it's also the like, sensation. bewilderment. Yeah. And, yeah, but I think that it's it's not it's not just the, like, what happened. It's, like, how it feels when you go through it. Yeah. So I think that that would have been um I mean, because we get that, like, with Harry for a long time. He, every time he operates, he's like... Yo, this is I don't like for it. The birds. <laughs> Why I would rather it? not. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, and he knows or has a sense of what he's getting into, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he operates the first time in class. No, he Ooh. does it with um, Dumbledore. But he know, but like, he's like understands kind of what it is. Or no, that's it. Dumbledore explains it to him. Well, he knows what operating is, but he doesn't. Yeah, know yeah, yeah. But I'm like, saying the the feeling and like no, he knows the first what to time expect. he no, the first time he does okay. it, he just it's just side along and they get out and he's like, oh yikes, that was a yeah. No but and, but also he's mad. Like at that point, he's been in the magical world, right? And like um, all transportation is garbage there, except for flying. But I still personally think flying is garbage. I mean, yeah, for Harry, flying is flying is cool, but but long distance, yeah, cool. Like, shall we gonna fly around the? The backyard for show. Got cold, you. Cold. But like we going across the country? No thanks. I mean I think the flying car has points. Well the if flying the, car. If the invisibility boosters. Yeah, but not the flying yeah. broom. No. There's no insulation. No. Yeah. Um gotta be a car. So yeah, so Jacob is doing the I was over there, but now I'm over here or whatever. Um Scene 15, basement corridor of the bank. Um, from Jacob's point of view, Newt is crouching down, opening his case. He carefully places the alchemy inside. Um, and then he's like, in you hop. No, um, everybody settle down. Dougal, don't make me come in there. It's like, you don't have the time for that. You, don't have, mm-hmm. you just put him in there, shut the case, lock it, keep going. Um, make sure it's locked. Yeah. So though. then we see a strange creature. So Jacob is moving toward Newt, like in shock. 
We see a strange green creature, part stick insect, part plant, poke his head out of Newt's breast pocket, intrigued. This is Pickett, a bow chuckle, who is a cutie pie. Cutie. Um, also, it's really funny because we were in, I had taken Ami to Barnes & Noble, and we were, like, we were, like, about to check out, and there's, like, this lady and her son, and they were talking to, like, the person checking them out It was trying to figure out like, what the bow chuckle was called. And they're like, what is it? Like, that green creature and do And so, like, I knew they were talking about Harry Potter. So, because you I am who I am, I was like, oh, what are y'all talking about? And they're like, oh, it's that one creature from Fantastic Beasts. And I was like, oh, I probably don't know this. <laughs> but then they, um, somebody pulled up a picture. And I was like, oh, it's a bow chuckle. Um, but, like, you know, I would have known that from... It's one of, like, I think one of the things of, like, about this particular movie that I appreciate is that they brought in the magical creatures that we learned about in the books that we didn't get to see in the movies. Yeah. Um, Which, again, so amazing plot line and premise. Yeah. Is to get to know a new facet of the world mm-hmm. that we know very well, but obviously is much bigger than the contained story she was telling in the OG7. Mm-hmm. Get to know the parts of the world that are not touched by Harry Potter. Right. Instead of instead, they started there and then they squeezed it back in. And retread old shit. Mm-hmm. Um so Newt looks up to see the Niffler squeezing itself through locked doors into the central vault. Absolutely not, he says. He takes out his wand and points it at the vault um, and says Alohomora. So just again, flouting. The Statue of Secrecy has been mm-hmm. flouted. Honestly, the Ministry of Magic, like the British Ministry of Magic, should have just slid through like, nah, bro. This is enough. We're taking you to jail. Yeah. And like, it would suck because they would be taking him to Azkaban. But like, something gotta happen. It doesn't need to be that. But some, like, at this point, he is absolutely a criminal doing crimes. <laughs> <This, laughs> like, it's like, why? It's not even a, like, it's not even criminal. It, no, it is just literally like, just like. He is like, he's endangering his entire community. Yes. Real casually. <laughs> like, he it's just impressive. keeps it worse. Like, it's, it's impressive like, at this point. Um, so, Sam, Samnika says, uh, why is it that the students who are expelled from Hogwarts are involved in magical beasts? It's almost as if Hogwarts is biased against pet lovers. And I don't want to, like, stress, too, it's not just Hogwarts, like, the ministry and, like, everything as a whole, because, like, mm-hmm. they snapped Hogwarts on... While Dumbledore, I mean, Dumbledore was not in charge then, but, like, did not think, like, one, that Hagrid did it, but two, that if Hagrid did it, it wasn't malicious. It wasn't, it was, like, a failure of, basically, failure teaching Mm -hmm. and, like, letting these kids have access to, like, dangerous ass shit. Mm -hmm. Um... And then Amani says that Joanne and Moffat love repeating themselves with diminishing returns, and that that is not the truth. But Maggie brings up an amazing point that if Newt was expelled from Hogwarts, does that mean Newt never got to take his newts? Ayo. But I'm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, that's the question, ain't it? It is. The other thing, too, is that, like, so when the um when Fantastic Beasts like the textbook was published, there's like a little uh backstory. I might have it somewhere, but I don't think I ever took it out of its packaging, so I've never opened it. Mm-hmm. Um I have the big one. Did you give me the big one? Maybe Akira got I think me the big Icky one. I did. I, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was with my help, obviously. <laughs> um 
that's why I couldn't remember if I had actually done it, but I think it was her. Um, but yeah, no, so like okay. they they had written like his whole little backstory, and in that, he had graduated from Hogwarts, and then when the movie came out, they reprinted yeah. to say like, oh no, he was expelled, which is like, it was unnecessary. Just take your fucking backstory and keep it. Yeah. Him being expelled really doesn't do nothing, but it's it, because and they she don't, wants him to be an outsider, an outsider and marginalized. Which you can while be. While being white. Hell, excuse me, someone who graduated from a uh, predominantly white institution graduated did that shit also and I, I was in Indiana my California ass my black California ass was in Indiana mm-hmm. talk about being an outsider but you know what I did do get that damn diploma because that's what I was there for outsider marginalized mm-hmm. outcast be damned yeah well she just wanted to make him white and so she knew that she couldn't do that <laughs> what she was trying to do as a white person if I don't know how I don't do you know, know how many I'm white dudes sell up I'm just look at, that's what look at our no, president I know that. look at their I'm prime minister in order to make them an outsider they're mm, not outsiders they're not they're <laughs> presidents and prime ministers no I'm but saying, I mean like in order to he she's trying to twist it she's like I want to do outsiders so I'm gonna make all these things but an outsider doesn't but, mean that you didn't graduate from school I mean I'm we're no, just going in circles yeah, yeah, here yeah. But like, I'm not saying that that is what it is that I'm that saying being her like her, like her way of showing that yeah. he's an outsider to me is like way to miss the fucking plot yeah of your own story. That's of why. your own story. Um, so then Bingley comes around the corner just as the vault door yeah, starts to open. Charles. Which, like, why is Bingley just following Jacob? I'm confused about Bingley because did he come out of his office to watch Jacob and then watch him apparate? And Charles. Then, and the, okay. Sorry. I get it, but let's stop. Um, I'm, like, wondering if, like, he just saw him apparate and then was like, I'm going to come follow him see what he's doing even though you don't know where he disappeared to. Or mm. did he just, or was he just on his way down in the first place? I think mostly they were just trying to have some um, unnecessary tension. Anyway, he's like, oh, so you're going to steal the money, huh? Uh, He hits a button on the wall. Which is like a crazy leap to jump to. So crazy. Because he walks in, and I mean, yeah, you could be surprised to see Jacob there. there. Newt's there. But Jacob is literally standing there like, "What, what is happening? Like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. He's not, you know... In theft mode. Right. Not even a little bit. Not even stealth. He's, He's standing in the middle of a hallway. Like, yo, <laughs> what's going on? Um, so an alarm sounds. Newt petrifies the muggle. Which, like... Which is a literal crime, even at home. Like, that, at that point, is like a crime. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, yes, you're not supposed to use magic on muggles. So you're not supposed to show magic to muggles. So the apparating would have been a problem. And you right. might get, like, a, a strongly worded letter. But the, mostly they're, but like, like, they're, like... Y- you we'll did that, that, and then you and needed to obliviate okay. them and clean up your mess. Yeah, and then we'll be all right. But you're like, Petrificus Totalis, bro? That's assault. Like, damn. That's assault. Also, these are first-year spells. I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> when did Nuke get expelled? Nuke got expelled, man. He don't know. I'm like, when? I mean, not that, the, not that, like, the basic ones don't. I mean, ask Harry Potter. They do They do <laughs> they, their job. purpose, they yeah. They do their job. Um... So he stiff, Bingley stiffens, falls back to the ground. Jacob is like, what the hell? Um, but Bingley in his paralyzed state is like, Kowalski? But I'm like, did he not see Newt? Right! Or 
Just blaming the Polish person. Also, this has no bearing on the rest of the story. It really doesn't. There is no consequence for Pedge finding the smuggle. Even him thinking that Jacob did it doesn't come back up again. It is just a thing that happens. Um... So Portia says, did Newt have no confidence in gaslighting Charles into thinking he hadn't seen Apparition? I mean, no benefit of, I think it says no benefit of the doubt. Like, (laughs) Jacob is Polish, and in this time, there's, like, racism there still. Um, Mm. But, like, so he's just, like, being, you know, like obviously, I said no to you, and so you're now you're down here by the vault, so down here stealing. But like, I don't even know, man. I don't even no, know. Who knows? Um, so Newt hurries in the vault. Inside, he finds the Niffer lying among hundreds of open deposit boxes and seated on a great pile of cash. The Niffer stares at Newt defiantly as it forces another gold bar <laughs> into its already overflowing pouch. We stand. Also, I love the idea of, like, him collecting gold and, like, jewels as, like, overeating. Mm. Because he's just like, oh, one more bite. One more bite. He's like, I'm doing what I want, Dad. (laughs) You're not even my real dad. (laughs) You can't tell me. You can't tell me what to do. Um, So Newt grasps the Niffler tightly, turns it upside down, shaking it by its hind legs. Um... A seemingly endless number of precious items fall out. And I'm just like, Newt, don't chase him. Chase your dreams. Like, right? He's doing alone. this for you. Y'all don't, you don't share. You got rent to pay. You, you, you got to find, you still got to find a hotel. You got hateration. You got to get your class fixed. And I'm sure the new Niffler would have loaned you some coin with a very, very reasonable interest rate. It'd be your own people. Right. That's out of pocket. Um, so Jacob is still watching. With, uh, in disbelief and almost queasy fear. Despite the altercation, Newt is fond of the Niffler. He grins and tickles its stomach, causing more treasure to pour out. Um, footsteps on the stairs as several armed guards run down and into the vault corridor. Oh no, don't shoot, don't shoot, says Jacob. And Newt quickly sees Jacob, seizes Jacob and the two of them, plus the Niffler and the case, disapparate. Um, so scene 16, we're on the deserted side street next to the bank. Newt and Jacob appar- apparate into, onto a side street, Security alarms are ringing from the bank at the side, um, at the end of the side of the street. There are crowds gathering and police arriving. Tina runs out of the bank and looks down. She sees Newt wrestling the Niffler back into the case, Jacob cowering by a wall. So, like, how is it that they didn't apparate, like, further away? Just right outside. Just right outside so Tina could easily, from her pillar, run back. There's, like, this really cool, um, or not cool, I mean, there's funny... I think it's a Chappelle joke where he talks about, like, how in the 20s, like, people were just getting away with crimes. Like, there's no DNA. There's no, like, actual police work. And they'd be like, rob a bank and be like, and tell them that Joey Joe and the Suggs game. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That, yeah. that joke. Yeah. Um, so, like, there, he's not really fussed about it. He's just like, let's get out of that personal part and then I'll mm-hmm. obliviate the smuggle and then I'll operate to wherever right. I'm going next. He, didn't, that's, he, he also he's, did not notice... Tina at all. Tina, which, you know. Love it for a sec. I guess, um, I guess it does, says something about no, how good she is at stealth. Yeah, she's so stealth. Super with her, stealth, guys. With her collar up and her hat so down low. So stealth. Didn't even notice her. hot dog and the pillar. <laughs> the pillar was played a key role. Um, so, Newt's like, for the last time, you pilfering pest, pause off what doesn't belong to you. 
Um, he, sh- he looks at Jacob. Why are you yelling at someone to go against their nature? That's you know? Saying. I feel like that's yeah. rude. Um, so Newt such- shuts the case, looks at Jacob and says, I'm awfully sorry about all that. Jacob is like, what the hell was that? Um, Newt's like, nothing that needs to concern you. Unfortunately, you've seen far too much. So if you wouldn't mind. So he's just obliviating muggles willy-nilly. He ain't got no and villains jurisdiction. <laughs> he ain't got no jurisdiction. He ain't got no, he's not getting paid for this. He's not in. Does he even know how to, like, how does he know how to oblivion? You know what I mean? I just feel like. I mean, considering the way Newt lives his life, I feel like he's had to do it a few times. He's got some practice. Yeah. Um, So he's trying to find his wand and turns back his back on Jacob, which is like, didn't you just have your wand out? Right. So now you're trying to find your wand. He turns back on Jacob. Jacob takes the opportunity, seizes his case, and swings it violently at Newt, who is knocked to the ground, which is just like, and then he runs for, but again, it's just like, it's so contrived um newt holds his head a moment looks after jacob who has hurried down the alleyway and into the crowd bugger tina comes walking down the side street with purpose newt gathers himself picks up his case and trying to be nonchalant walks towards her as he passes her tina grabs newt's elbow and disapparates because he is going to jail jail. (laughs) (laughs) enough is enough but also jacob leaves he's like oh shoot darn darn i'm out oh well all right, so who's your MVP? The Niffler. I just feel, like I said, you know, people do what they're supposed to do. You know, what they're mm-hmm. designed, what they're made for, their purpose. The Niffler found his purpose and is going for it. And it's like fulfilling it every day. Mm-hmm. It's like goals, you know? Yeah. I aspire. I too made the Niffler my MVP because he's just, you know, a really a good role model for... Chasing your your own bag. And, and your dreams. And your dreams. <laughs> to chase your more bags. bags. Chase more bags. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was not going to let Newt's hating ass keep him down. And I, I appreciate that. We stand. He's an icon. <laughs> uh, Amani MVPs the Niffler. Maggie says, the Niffler, catch your dreams and shackle it to your heart. <laughs> Zay, who's been with us since we started, said, the guy who told the Newt his egg was hatching, Jacob Kowalski. <laughs> Um, but backup, his backup is the Niffler. He then says, Jacob for sharing his briefcase pastry so freely. I mean, I guess, but you know, we, I would hold off on that because we do not know the proof. We don't know the flavor profile. I just think, you know, yeah, you can't just go ahead and MVP someone until you, because we don't really know. Like it could be underbaked. Yeah. Like imagine if you, if, if Bingley had eaten into it and it went back to dough. Mm-hmm. Eesh, that's a yikes. You, you know, when you, when you press a, a thumb in it and it doesn't snap back. Yeah. And the presentation, it's, it's like, is flag. the presentation informal? Because that would be a shame, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, depending on how the passkeys are designed, if you open, like, the briefcase and they're, like, look, they look like little coins. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. You know, but we just don't have enough we just information. We don't um, Yeah. It's, it really need to know what it's like when you cut into it. Yeah. And that's so, the test. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Samnika MVPs the Niffler for securing the bag and stealing from the capitalist institution. Also, yes, can we just also talk about he's like at the city bank saying F U <laughs> F capitalism yeah. or not really F capitalism. He's like, you know, give <laughs> steal from the rich, give to myself. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's an icon. Mm-hmm. Um Portia MVP's picket for maintaining chill while everyone else was wilding around and picket was just like the whole time up? He, it, was, it, it took him so long, so long. Was, it took him so napping. long to peek out to be like oh what y'all got going on <laughs> it was like I'm trying to sleep what is going on 
operating this shit? Operating? What's the, where are we now? <laughs> <laughs> and then Bianca MVPs, the Niffler, there isn't much to celebrate. So, you know, it's not an enthusiastic MVP, but that's what, you know, we got. Mm-hmm. Um, bitched? Uh, Newt. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? Fuck, dude. Like, come on. I feel like... Wow, dude. Like, you just really, like... Like, that's why... Because, I, you know, like, you watch... Like, we've talked about before about, like, the Statue of Secrecy and, like, you know, there have been about, like, its flaws mm-hmm. and, like, some of the problems with it and, like, some of the ways that it, like, kind of serves to marginalize different, like, magical groups and stuff. But at the same time, it is keeping y'all safe. And he's a pure blood wizard. So, like, he's grown up knowing that, like, this is, a, this is an important thing to keep track of. Especially, and, like, the thing is, is, like, all the stuff he's doing, like, we know that America is stricter. Um, right, which is, like, he should like, know that, laws. too. You should know but that when you're coming like there. But it's also, like, peak It is, but the thing is, is like, British you know, you know it's, privilege. right. It's, like, you know it's stricter. But even if you didn't know that, you know none of this would fly back home yeah. like period there's no way <laughs> so like he was really just out he, he maybe he panicked and was just like <laughs> but my thing too is okay obviously i also bench newt my thing too is like what, what i say when i'm like this is peak imperialistic privilege is that like when you go travel abroad like i i've had this issue like i went to paris um, which is still a Western-ass country, right? Mm-hmm. But we went for New Year's. And the people that I was with was like, oh, we'll just go to a bar on New Year's. And I was like, that's not how that works here. Yeah. Because the culture in France and in Paris is like people rent out bars because their their apartments are small mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like a lot of private parties. And like, so you have to have a plan for New Year's, yeah. right? Like, and you need to know, like, the culture of the place that you're visiting to one, get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. And two, to not like, just be f- like flauntly, like offending people. Like if you, again, using Paris as an ex- example, if you go to Paris and you just start speaking English to a Parisian, they're going to be like, fuck off. Like they want mm-hmm. you to like, and as much as they hate people who speak bad French, they hate people who don't try to like speak to them in their language mm-hmm. first. They hate the assumption that everyone knows English or should know English. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a valid, like, criticism mm-hmm. of, like, Americans, for one, because we don't know other languages, but, like, just English, like, imperialism, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, you're out here, you're wild and all this other stuff. It's against the Statue of Secrecy, which you should know, should have been drilled into you. Mm-hmm. But you're also just, like, being a bad, like... Actually traveling like an American, so good on you, I guess. <laughs> like, just being a bad, like, world citizen. Yeah. Like, at least, like, you know, you go somewhere new, pick up after yourself, man. Right. Like, and I don't, like, dislike Newt really at all. Right. Actually, honestly, like, I'm pretty indifferent to him. But, like, I remember watching it, and it didn't make me not like him, but I was definitely like, what is he doing? Like, <laughs> I remember watching it the first time being like, what the, what is wrong with this man? And, like, why is he here? And, like, what is happening? Because this right. is just not what you do. Like, you he just don't. Me, he literally gave me Lockhart vibes, which is, mm-hmm. like, which, I mean, not true true but like yeah. when i first met gilroy lockhart i was like he's harmless he's annoying yeah and he's a bumbling idiot but he's not malicious he's right. not like a voldemort type character mm-hmm. like he's not evil yeah um but and he that's is like before you knew that's before you knew all the, the like yeah shit, the yeah. stuff that he actually did which you're like oh no this you are evil <laughs> but like newt did give me that like 
just harmless like, buffoon yeah. type of thing, which is like, just stop, just stop, just breathe, just think. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, Newt's, Newt's benched. He's benched. Amani pitches Samnika for making this read happen, mm-hmm. which like, you know, okay, but it's not Cursed Child. I'm still yeah, just like. not. I'm definitely like, this is, I feel lighter than I, I have right. months. <laughs> <laughs> Confused by this plot, I don't particularly like this plot, but I'm not seething. Yeah, so I'm, really I'm good. Chilling, honestly, I'm good. I have questions, but like, if they're not answered, it's fine. fine. Like, I just, it's, it's fine. Cool. Um, <laughs> Maggie bitches Newt. Unlike Harry, you are a full grown adult and should know better. I know this is how Hagrid is inspired to do illegal stuff with animals. Um, Samnika bitches Amani for trying to make me feel guilty and correctly making me admit to my propensity for sports spending and my moment of weakness back in November. I, I mean, just love the back and forth yeah. here, guys. I think you should work this out. <laughs> After the recording, come to an agreement and a truth. <laughs> we can moderate if you need. We can be the mediators here. Um... Samnika then said, I promise to keep my coins in my bag from now on. That's the wrong that was, that's lesson. Not, that's not the lesson. That's not the lesson. <laughs> you heard us earlier. We're trying to pay people for Critical Companion. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Bianca benches Newt acting a whole fool in front of these muggles. Pajik. Pajik. How do you, Portia, how do you say Pajic? that? Pajik. Yeah. I never, you know when you, it's something that you read? She put a pronunciation. But I don't know how to read those either. But it was a while ago, or I don't remember where it was. I don't. Anyway, there, I don't yes. know how to read. Those. Page eek. Thank you. Thank you. Zach. Thank you. I knew that. I was like, I'm pretty sure, but it's been a minute. Or it's page been a long. Eek, Actually, is, it was probably like yesterday, but it's been some hours. Yeah. Um, page eek, which is the black girls create Americanized way of saying muggle. Um, well, well, Porsches. Porsches. But in a certain region. Snatched. Snatched it. <laughs> right. Um, they benches Newt. Uh, feels like even if there was mutual respect and kinship and all that, he still seems like he's doing quite a bit. In fact, even at Hogwarts, it's just entirely too much. <laughs> Which is like a feat, right? But yeah, even that's the thing. At because at Hogwarts. Like, because we've been watching, like, you know, we've been, we've read all the books. <laughs> we've watched all, we know what's wild in the wizarding world. So then he comes just all full tilt. And you're just like, where are we? Ha- <laughs> we know Hagrid. Yeah. It was like, you know what? I was a little what bored. If, what if, what right. if I crossbred? Manticore. And a damn, uh. And just, let's see. Yeah. You know? Firecrab and a Manticore. Let's just let's see. Let's just, Yeah. You know, we got, like, Lockhart out here taking people's bones for no reason. And yet, Newt showed up and we were like, yo, <laughs> damn, <chill>. son. <laughs> <laughs> um, Portia benches people who can understand xenophobia against white ethnic groups in the past, yet can't see the issue with perpetuating colonization in their own works. <clears throat> An intellectual, okay. An intellectual. Let me just... I don't know if you knew this about Portia, our director, agent of Shade. She and of strategic partnerships. And of strategic, <laughs> and of strategic partnerships. But also, in the context of this, a yes. fucking intellectual. She does Man. this for a living. She'll tell you. She'll read you to filth and then cite it. And her like resource page, her references page will just be like perfect. The bibliography will be no mistakes. <laughs> Um, yeah. Is that it? That's it. Ooh. 
How we can go watch the Packers? Um, like we. Um, thanks for listening. Next week, one thing I really like about these is these are all like an hour long. Yeah, it's like like oh, (laughs) we in here. Um, thanks for listening. Next week, we will discuss scenes seventeen through twenty four of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Um, so follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is bench for the section. Um, and then join the conversation on Twitter at Black and Nerds hashtag Wizard Team. Stay tuned for more black wizard history announcements and things and hashtag black wizard history yep and uh submit to the critical companion if you you know are black and want some coins and want to write some things um and if you've never written before don't let that stop you if you have an idea let us know we will be there and work work it out we'll work it out we'll like help you through the process um kami is the main editor of the critical companion but like we both look at stuff and um, can give you suggestions and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it should, yeah. It'll the be cool. only thing that you need to be to submit to the Critical Companion is black. I mean, it has to be on theme, but like that's. Yes, but I'm. But like, but you know other, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't got to be a professional writer. No. You don't have to have done this before. Mm-mm. You know? Just be black with thoughts and emotions and feelings. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. All right. Cool. Thanks. And see y'all next, next week. week.